Welcome back to our podcast, 24-7 Sports. I'm Tommy Gallagher. And I'm Alex Tomatos. And we'll be your host for today's show. We settle your sports arguments while you sit back and relax. On this week's episode, we will be settling the frequent debates about the goats of each sport. Let's start off with one of the most popular debates, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Anyone that follows the NFL knows that those two quarterbacks compete at the highest level. Let's start with Brady. Brady has taken his team to eight Super Bowls and five of those resulted in a championship, making him the quarterback with the most rings. To add on to that, he has won four Super Bowl MVPs. That is just unbelievable. Comparing it to Rodgers' one-for-one Super Bowl wins, it is crazy that Brady has attended so many. Now, let's get into the stats. In Brady's career, he has thrown a whopping 68,653 yards. He has 505 career touchdowns, 996 rushing yards, and only 167 interceptions. Rodgers, on the other hand, has 41,044 passing yards, 328 career touchdowns, 2,794 rushing yards, and just 79 interceptions. Now, the question arises, who is the better quarterback? We all know that Tommy and I, being from Boston, are indeed Patriots fans, but that's not going to affect our opinion on it. I'm still going to have to go with Brady. Taking a look at all of his Super Bowl wins, he has made incredible plays to bring his team to victory. Let's take a trip down memory lane to the 2017 Pats vs. Falcons Super Bowl. Brady seems to perform best under pressure. He was down 28-3 at halftime against the Atlanta Falcons. He then single-handedly brought his team back to win 34-28. He passed for an incredible 466 yards and threw two touchdowns. I do agree with Tommy. Tom Brady is the better quarterback. But we do need to take into consideration that Brady has been playing for 18 seasons and Rodgers has only been playing for 13. Who knows if Rodgers can have better stats than Brady during his 18th season. I definitely think that Rodgers has a potential to be the GOAT once he gets more experience. And for our first guest, we're bringing in uh, a fellow friend of mine, a student at Foxborough High School, Rob Simon. And today we're going to hear his opinion on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Rob? Um, well, I'd like to start off by saying I think that these are the two best quarterbacks of this decade. And, um, you know, they both have their differences, but they both win games. But I think Tom Brady is has the upper hand on this one. Um mostly because of the rings and well Aaron Rodgers has a ring but Brady's got five come on let's be let's be real here but they both have their 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 different capabilities um Aaron Rodgers is he can throw the ball he's got an absolute rocket but at the same time if he needs to get out of the pocket he can go um He's a more effective runner than Tom Brady. When Brady needs to get out of the pocket, he can get out, but he can't. He can't really get hit. Uh, he can't get hit. Oh. Um, 
I'll add into the fact that he is absolutely slow as molasses, but Brady's mental toughness um, and his ability to stay calm when when the going gets tough, um, it's unmatched. There's not a player, an athlete, I think, that has done what he has done um, over the past... What is it? What has it been? Seventeen years? Um eighteen years. Eighteen, 18 years. years. The guy's forty one, he's still doing it. Um but yeah, that's what I mostly think. But I think they're both but I still think Brady Brady's better. Brady's been in his prime for almost fucking oh. Rob, if you were an NFL coach, who would you have on your team, Brady or Rodgers? Right now or in their primes? In their primes. Well, in their primes, I would definitely pick Brady because Brady's he won three Super Bowls early in his career. Um, and um, he's always been a very tough-minded player. Um so is Rodgers, but Rodgers is very injury prone and just I think Brady is just so more so much more dominant um with what's handed to him. Uh Brady isn't handed a lot of, you know, of these all pro um pro bowl players and he gets it done every single year. He has a, a bunch of undrafted or late round receivers and running backs but he can always get it done with whatever weapons he has um and Brady you know he he's had a few injuries in his career he tore his ACL in 06 I believe and um and this was a setback obviously but that was only his, that was really his only major injury of his career Rodgers Rodgers is very injury prone he's got injured many times which is um sidelined him and is it's pretty much plagued his career so far and I think it still affects him right now um even this season he has to wear his brace and he still has an ongoing knee injury um Brady he he knows how to keep himself healthy uh, you know, all, all the TB12 method to, you know, make sure he's in top-notch shape. And, yeah, I'd, I'd take Brady. Quick intermission while me and Tommy get ready for the next sport. back now it's time to compare the two best hitters in baseball david ortiz and albert pujols hello everyone and we've been fortunate enough to bring in a guest speaker connor hopey hopewell and he's going to tell us his opinion between the two baseball players david ortiz and albert pujols yeah thanks for having me tom uh statistically albert pujols is one of the best hitters of all time uh, he's he, he has a career batting average of 302, 633 career home runs, which is uh, number six on the all-time list. Uh, nineteen or 1982 RBIs, 
Uh, he, he, if you look at the stats, he's got them. He's for, for the current day baseball game we have today. He's one of the best hitters of all time. But, uh, if you look a little deeper than the stats, you look at the, what I like to call the clutch stat, David Ortiz, I would have to say is number one on my list. Uh, he, uh, he has many clutch hits for the Red Sox. He, he tied the game. He tied a wild card game in 2013, uh, one of the years that the Red Sox won the World Series. They were down by four. He hit a grand slam in the eighth inning that really brought the team back up. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's been many occasions where David Ortiz has bailed us out, and if you want to watch a highlight video of his September highlights and playoffs, he, he really comes to play in September, and I think for a, an all-time best baseball player you have to come to play when it comes to the playoffs because if you do it in the regular season but you can't in the postseason hey you know what kiss the rings you're not going to get anywhere in the postseason if you can't come to play if you're a, if you're a star hitter hopey i got a question for you when you think of a baseball player what comes to your mind like do you think of a, a hitter do you think of home runs do you think of rbis or just getting on base what's the most important to you well, uh, I mean, the the stereotypical uh, great baseball player, you know, he's gonna have the sunflower seeds and the chewing tobacco on the on the bench. Uh, but a great baseball player, they don't necessarily have to do it all around. You take a a guy like David Ortiz, for example, a designated hitter, so he didn't play much in the field. Once in a while, he took an inning at uh, first base, but he was primarily only on the squad to hit baseballs, and he uh, he did his job to perfection. He is. Like I said, one of the all-time best uh, hitters, and he comes to play when it's the postseason. I completely agree with you, Hopi. I'm a big David Ortiz fan being from Foxborough because, you know, Boston's right nearby in Fenway Park, one of the greatest parks in uh, MLB history. <laughs> now, Hopi, me and Alex have both agreed that David Ortiz and Albert Pujols are two of the best hitters in the MLB, but they're also two of the best baseball players in history. Do you agree with that? Uh, I do agree with that. I think uh, they're up there, but you can't put them anywhere, I would say, within the top 10 because uh, Albert Pujols, although he did play in the field, unlike uh, David Ortiz, he only played first base, so he he did a good job in the field. But if you want to look at best baseball players in general of all time, you got to look at guys like uh, Mickey Mantle, uh, Lou Gehrig, Stan Musial, Alex Rodriguez, Jackie Robinson, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., some of the better uh, hitters of all time, but also some of the best fielders of all time. They did it all around, and uh, David Ortiz and Albert Pujols definitely have two of the best bats of all time, but uh, it, it if you're going to have the conversation of best players of all time in general, I don't think you can you can really put them up there because if, if you have guys that can do it all around and still hit at least close to what they could do, I don't think they can be considered as uh, two of the best of all time. Thank you, but before we end this, uh, the question was, who's a better baseball player, David Ortiz or Albert Pujols? Who do you think is a better baseball player? I'm going to have to go with Ortiz. Well, uh, in conclusion, to put bias aside, uh, I think David Ortiz is the most clutch player of all time, in my opinion, clutch hitter of all time. But I would have to say the stats don't lie. Albert Pujols statistically is is... I believe one of the best hitters of all time, and I think he's just barely better than David Ortiz. Yeah. Thank you, Opie. Unfortunately, this podcast is coming to an end soon. 
But wait, you're in luck. We're going to talk about one more thing. Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Starting with LeBron. Tommy, give me some stats. All right, Alex. Well, first of all, this 6'8", 250-pound beast was drafted right out of high school. He uh, was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's been on... He's been on four teams in his career. First, he was on the Cavs, the Heat, the Cavs again, then the Lakers. He's appeared in nine championships and won three of them. He has a career high of 31,425 points. That's pretty impressive. But, Alex, let's hear something about Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan is 6'6", 216 pounds. He has won six championships. And as his career points is at... 32,292. I think that's pretty impressive. If I do not say so myself. Uh, Tommy, considering the different time frames that these two players played in, do you think that had an effect on who was better? Well, Alex, that's a good question. Because back then, when in Michael Jordan's era, there was a lot of good players. But you can also say there's also a lot of good players nowadays. So I don't really know what the right answer to this would be, but in my own opinion, I would say that if Michael Jordan were to be playing in this era, he would do better, but if better than he did back then, but if not, he'd do the same. I, I really don't think he'd be worse because he is a very high caliber athlete. I mean, I also know that he played in the MLB um, for a few years. He played on a triple A MLB team. So Michael Jordan just your typical all-around athlete. So I think he could make something happen nowadays if he were to play. I definitely agree with that. I think that if Michael Jordan got the chance to play now with the same technology that LeBron has, he could definitely be much better than him. Yeah, Alex, I agree with you. But also, LeBron James is an outstanding athlete, too. Everyone knows it. Like, 6'8", 250 pounds, and he can run as fast as he does and jump as high as he can. I just think that's the traits of a superhuman. That's something out of a movie. But LeBron James and Michael Jordan, I think, are the... When you think of basketball, they're the top two names that everyone thinks of because those two players know how to make plays. I mean, Michael Jordan appeared in six championships and didn't lose one of them. He won all six. I mean, the 83 Bulls were unbelievable. They had um, they had athletes, but no one is close to Michael Jordan. That's just amazing. So, who is the GOAT? Alex, I'm going to, I mean, being from this time, this time frame, and there's no bias towards it, I'm going to have to go with LeBron James. I, I really am. That guy is just, like I said, unbelievable. But I want to hear your opinion. Who do you think is better between Michael Jordan and LeBron James? I think I'm going to have to go with Michael Jordan. Hmm. A little disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> What's your reasoning behind it? I just think if he got to play now, he would be better. All right. Well, everyone has their own opinion, I guess. Thank you all for listening to today's podcast. Thanks to Anchor FM for producing our podcast. Big shout out to our guest speakers, Rob Simon and Connor Hopewell. Special thanks to our sponsors, Nike, Dove, and Beats by Dre. Join us next week 
on our next podcast about the major differences between men and women professional sports. See you next time.